Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs starting on March 13th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For Carol Thompson, losing her entire family in one act of savagery was a crushing enough blow. Not only did she have to deal with the emotional wreckage, but she was also responsible for informing everyone of what happened. So when I got home, I had to make phone calls, and I knew of three that I had to make. So I called my sister first, terrified, you know, that I have to break this news to her. Well, I get her on the phone and she's crying her heart out. She's screaming at me. Why did you not call me? Why did you not call me? Why did you not call me? So she's telling me she's going to be on the first plane. She's on her way. They've already got tickets. Her and her husband are coming. And I'm like, okay. So then I hang the phone up and I'm, of course, not, you know, I'm dying. Now I got to call my grandmother and I got to tell her 
two of her kids are dead. So I call my grandmother and I tell her there was a fire at mom's house last night. Somebody broke in. They shot them all. They're dead. Nobody made it out. So she's losing her mind, of course, and I, I understood that. So, okay. So I got that phone call done. So I knew I had one more phone call I needed to make because, come on, Ron had been at the house last night. And I know the police are going to want to talk to him, and they're going to want to know what time he left. So I pick up the phone. I call Ron. I say, hey, Ron, did you hear what happened at Mom's house? And he's like, oh, my God, Carol, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, oh, my God, I heard, I heard. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm horribly upset, and I'm talking I'm talking to, to Ron, and I said, Ron, I, I, you know, the police are going to know what time you left last night. So what time did you leave? Well, I left at 1130. Immediately I thought, what? Wait a minute. What? I said, you left at 1130? He said, yeah, I left at 1130. I'm like, oh, okay. So we get off the phone, and it, bam, my head. It just, I keep hearing that in my head. 1130? Couldn't have left 11.30. How, how did he leave at 11.30? My brain is losing it, right? I'm like, wait, what the hell? Why did he lie to me? That 11.30 time frame confused Carol because she was certain of two things. One, that she had spoken to her mom on the phone close to midnight. And two, she had definitely heard Ron Thomas in the background. She even remembers her mom playfully pretending Carol was Ron's wife, Marty, calling. I call her, and she answers the phone. Hello? And I'm like, hey, Mom, what's up? And she says, no, Marty, Ron's not here. I'm like, what? No, Marty, I haven't seen him. I don't know where he is. And at this point, I can hear Ron. Linda, quit it. Linda, stop. Linda, stop it. Quit it. And my mom says... No, I haven't seen him all day, Marty. I don't. I have no idea. And I'm like, Mom, what? What are you doing? Are you Are you trying to get Ron into trouble? And she's like, Yep. And I said, Mom, you need to stop. She's like, Okay, I'll talk to you later, Marty. See you later. And I'm like, Whoa, whoa, whoa! Can I call back? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. Click. I think she was joking. It sounded like a joke. She was definitely messing with Ron. He was there. So how am I hearing his voice at ten to twelve? When he's telling me he left at 11.30, and he's sure it was 11.30. What? And I remember, I went to Pennington immediately, and I said, hey, by the way, I called Ron. Because, you know, I'd already told him that Ron and his whoever that guy was with him was at the house last night. And uh, I said, you know, I just talked to Ron, and he told me he left at 11.30. I said, but that's not right. previously on Paper Ghosts. We started calling and it just rang, 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 no answer. Uh, later that evening, uh, I was at home watching the news and the news flash was there was a family that was killed and, uh, and burned in a, in a house and the name was the same as the name I was calling. I walked back up to his truck and just told him, yes, I know it's late. Ron showing up unannounced does not surprise me at all. He's a friend, a very close friend. But the stranger to me, just that just rocked my world. To the point where 
I made it a point of saying hi to the guy because I wanted him to speak. My name is M. William Phelps. I'm an investigative journalist and author of 44 true crime books. This is season two of Paper Ghosts Burned. Follow the evidence. That is the chant echoing inside the heads of investigators during those critical early days of a homicide case. Linda Stevenson's purse had been found in Brookville, Indiana, 90 minutes away from the crime scene, in the same town where family friend Ron Thomas, the last known person to see the Stevensons alive, lived. The sheriff's department believed that it was Ron, along with an unknown male, who were stopped for speeding only minutes after the fire was lit. In a detective's mind, this type of evidence falls under the everything means something banner. You follow it, you run it down, keep pushing until, well, there's nothing left to push. Detective Tom Cooper knew these were clues that required attention and definitely more inquiry. Yet, In the scope of a quadruple homicide, Cooper had a problem. In the light of all the seemingly connective tissue here, what hard actual proof did he have that any of it led back to finding the person or persons responsible? After all, Ron Thomas was good friends with Billy and Linda Stevenson. He lived in Indiana. Where in all of that was evidence that he'd had anything to do with these murders? Well, at that point, you know, here you got the relationship. You got this person found just south of Brookville. And then you got Carol Thomas, that Ron Thomas was there that night. And guess where he lives at? Brookville. So that sort of says, hmm, something's going on here, you know. Something could be going on. But Ron Thomas, under questioning by police a few days after the fire, had a very good reason to be at the Stevensons that July 5th night. During his interview, Ron said his visit to see Billy and Linda was solely to collect $9,000 they owed him for diamonds he had sold to them one month prior. He said he arrived alone and noticed an unknown white male who was still at the house when he left around 11.15 or 11.30 p.m. From there, Ron said he drove around Bethel for a few hours looking for someone else who owed him money picked up a hitchhiker along the way, and then went home. All of this could mean that Ron Thomas was just a guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's not concrete evidence that he had anything to do with the murders and fire. And Cooper, within his extensive experience as a lawman, he knew this. We didn't want to focus our or get blinders on, for lack of better words. And you really got to be careful on doing a homicide investigation that if you get a lead, you focus so much on a lead, you forget about other stuff that's happening out to the right or the left. You, you still got to keep an open mind that, hey, this may not be what you're looking for, that the evidence may point you in a different direction. And you can't be so blind as not going that direction if that's what happens. And Cooper also had the issue of Ron Thomas's wife providing an alibi for him. It lined up perfectly with what Ron had told police about his night out 
collecting money from his customers. This was just rather interesting uh, coincidence that Ron Thomas was there that night. He lives in Brooklyn, Indiana, and Stevenson's, Linda Stevenson's purse was found in the Whitewater River I close mean, to his residence. For all intents and purposes, Linda and, and Billy could have said, hey, Ron, on your way home, get rid of this. I think that I sure. think the cops are on to yeah. us with some of this. Get rid of yeah. this. For us. I'm sure being tossed in the river, there was whoever tossed it there uh, was not planning on being found. What Cooper and the sheriff's department became quite interested in was the mysterious man at the Stevenson's house that night. When we started doing the background on Ron Thomas, uh, talking to the sheriff, and the sheriff over there at that time, he was he was a wealth of information <laughs> because Brookville was a very rural community and here again a rural community everybody knows everybody and their, and their business <laughs> uh, and when we started looking at Ron this guy started popping up uh, a, a guy that they, they knew as Richard Weston Richard Dick Weston was not a man to mess with by the time he was 42 years old, he had committed a multitude of crimes, from burglary to petty theft to assault and battery. The guy was a brute, but also a tried and true follower. Dick was not one of those act alone kind of guys. Sporting dark hair, a receding hairline, a pudgy Al Capone-like face with a large bumpy nose, Dick Weston had the dark, empty eyes of a man who could hurt someone badly and forget about it in the next moment. Lo and behold, I, here's a man that's a two-time convicted bank robber and is out on federal parole. And talking to some of the locals up around there, they're all scared to death of this man. He's a thug. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a very hardcore case. And we started asking around about him, and nobody really wanted to talk to us. They were scared of that man. They, they would not talk to us. Which kind of makes you want to now know more, right? Oh, yeah, if people definitely. people are scared of him. If they're that fear, if they have that much fear of him, that makes him a, a, a prime person of interest. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs starting on March 13th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Dick Weston quickly became Detective Cooper's main person of interest in the murders. Cooper and his boss began running surveillance on the guy. They spent days and nights talking to people in the area including the local police. And the information they were gathering painted a rather interesting background on Dick. During his investigation, Cooper came across another name, Dick Weston's girlfriend, Drusilla Merida, a 20-year-old local Brookville woman who, to his surprise, did not have a criminal record. But the purchase of a truck in cash just days after the murders certainly piqued law enforcement's interest. I think it was about the 8th of July or the 9th of July, somewhere along there, Dick bought a pickup truck. Well, we pulled Drusilla in, uh, talked to her. She says, no, 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 I, I saved the money. She she was a very hard case, very hard case. In what way? Uh, she had no prior criminal record but she could tell she was very streetwise and she had been coached very well on not to talk to the police. Really? Yeah, it was like, uh, no, no, I've saved this money over years and I bought the truck and it was in her name. So where would a woman like Drusilla, with no job to speak of, get so much money? And what's more, Drusilla, or Drew as everyone called her, alibied Dick Weston on the night of the homicides. 
at that point, she had outlined Dick as, as, no, we were at a bar up in Brookville, I think, till 11.30 at night or something like that. And then we came back down to Milan and stayed there. So she, she wouldn't tell us nothing. Milan, Indiana is the name of the town where Dick and Drusilla were living at the time, about a half-hour drive south of Brookville. Drusilla had rented a room from a friend named Tanitha Barger, who owned a house there. When Cooper spoke to Tanitha, she confirmed what Drusilla had said. Dick and Drusilla were home by 11.30 on the night of the murders. Further, Tanitha said Dick and Drusilla stayed in the entire night until the next morning. Yeah, she would. She basically shored up what Drusilla was saying. Right, right. Uh, Drusilla was home. Yeah. Dick was there. We're all a happy family. Yeah. Having popcorn, watching movies. So he couldn't have possibly done this. Oh no, no. And and Drusilla was. Oh, Dick wouldn't do anything like this. According to these two women, Drusilla and Tanitha, there was no way Dick Weston could have committed the murders, because he was purportedly ninety minutes away in Milan, at Tanitha's home. Cooper believed that either Tanitha, Drusilla, or both were lying. Because here's the thing about career criminals like Dick Weston. They lie more than they tell the truth and, by intimidation, are able to get the people around them to lie for them. We take it for granted sometimes within investigations. Yet you have to come at a case like this working under the assumption that everyone is lying to you about something. Until... That is, you can prove otherwise. So we started doing some investigation over in Indiana with the help of uh, the FBI. At this point, the FBI was actively involved. I, I will say this in this whole case, the FBI and the Indiana State Police, Dearborn County Sheriff's Department, Ripley County Sheriff's Department, I mean, they were in Milan Police Department. They, they just put a lot of resources into this. Wow, that's you know, rare. Oh, it, it, it was a total cooperative effort on all the agency's parts. Despite this sort of law enforcement kumbaya moment, there was a problem. Nobody was willing to come forward with any tangible information leading any of those agencies in a positive direction. The case, one could say, was stalled. Yet as it is in any investigation of this nature time becomes your friend. You put the pressure on those you think will crack, and you sit back, and you wait. With Dick Weston alibied by two people and Ron Thomas hard to pin down, consistently traveling in and out of the state on business, for Cooper it became a chess match. Where do I go from here? Which pawn do I play next? Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs starting on March 13th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at go.tcl.com slash TV. Her house is small, a four-room, single-level ranch that's quite welcoming and homey. She sat in a chair in a corner of the living room, close enough to reach over and open the front door without ever getting up. She has long, thick gray hair and this unmistakable southern Midwest drow. Give me the name you want me to use. Tanatha Barger. T-O-N? T-O-N-I-T-O-N. Tanatha Barger is not her real name. It's a pseudonym she's asked me to use because, to my surprise, after 40 years, she's still very much afraid of who else is out there and involved in the Stevenson homicides. As I began walking Tanatha slowly back into her involvement in this case, it was hard not to notice a loaded 38 caliber pistol she had on the end table between her chair and the couch where she'd asked me to sit. Also, a loaded 22 caliber she had concealed somewhere nearby and took out at one point and handed to me. Two guns, which, I should note, are the same two calibers used in the quadruple homicide I was there to talk about. It's been four decades, and most of those who posed a threat in 1981 are likely long gone or dead. Why in the world is this case still torturing her psyche? 
She's an interesting person, an enigma really, who is obviously still holding on to secrets. How did you meet Dick Weston? I met him through Drew. Probably known her about four or five years, maybe longer. Tell me a little bit about Drew, how you met her. I dated her brother, and she'd always come around with him, or we'd go somewhere or go to Ohio or something, and she'd go with us. And we was just like family get-together when we all, I mean, it was just like family. And what kind of person was she? She was easy going, but she was a tomboy. And what was your fir uh, first impression of Dick when you met him? Didn't care for him at all. How come? I don't know. They're just, I'm not, my grandmother used to say, you get that gut feeling. Well, when I get a gut feeling, it, it sticks with me 90% of the time. Tanitha comes across as a harmless, elderly country woman who I felt was perhaps purposely playing up this persona of an old woman who can't remember all the details. The past seemed slightly vague to her as we started talking, but it seemed that she was conveniently forgetting the past for our conversation. Within these situations, I've learned that when you get a feeling you are being played, you go along and never let on what you're thinking or what you know. Because full disclosure, I knew all there was to know about Tanitha's involvement long before stepping into her house. Still, you keep things cordial in the information gathering stage and you allow that source to speak. Sooner or later, I'd get out of her what she was withholding for the simple reason that there was no way she would have agreed to sit for an interview unless she was willing to spill. It just had to be on her terms. I know she said they'd, they'd been staying somewhere over around Brookville. And then she came and wanted to know if they could uh, stay at my house till they got an apartment and said it'd take them about two weeks. So I went against my better judgment and told them to go ahead. They, they could stay till they got them a place. Well, they didn't stay around the house too much. They'd leave and they'd come back and leave and come back and stuff like that. Were they drinking a lot? Drugs? He might have been. I don't think she did. I mean, I've never seen her do drugs. The relationship, was it tight? Were they together all day, every day? About all the time. You very seldom ever seen her without him. According to Tanitha, on July 3rd, just days before the fire, Dick convinced her to join Drusilla and him for an afternoon drive. He went, said, well, said, we're going over into Ohio. I said, well, I've got family over in there. So, I mean, I thought it was just some of his family over through there. I didn't have no idea, but he said they own fireworks stands in Batavia. Said, I think he said they had five. And I said, uh, they've got money to the glower. Batavia, Ohio, the neighboring township to Bethel, was the epicenter of the Stevenson's five fireworks stands, where Route 125 cut a path into all the little townships. Unbeknownst to her at the time, Tanitha claims, Dick had taken them to scout a particular location, which might help explain part of her trepidation at first when we started talking. Maybe Tanitha felt that by telling her story, she was implicating herself. Maybe she wasn't scared of who was still out there more than she was her own participation in the case. He went 
this way and that way, different places that I hadn't been. I mean, and went down one of them roads down through there is where we passed the house. And said, have you ever seen a house made out of a barn? In which I remember we could see the big chandelier through it. Couldn't tell what it was like, but the light, it was real pretty. He just said, that's the one that owns all them fireworks. And said, we know them. And said, they've got all kinds of money. But that's all he said. He didn't say nothing about it. He was going to go back and do away with them. What kind of mental seed was Dick planting in Drusilla and Tanatha's heads? Or was he pumping himself up here? It seems like an odd thing to do for a guy who had a reputation for being some sort of experienced criminal and bully. If Dick's plan was to rob the Stevenson family and he was staking out the place, why in the hell would he take along someone he barely knew in addition to his girlfriend? Then, on July 5th, late afternoon, Dick Weston left Drusilla at home with Tanitha. He made a point to say he was going to meet his parole officer. Well, I thought that's where he's going and said that uh, he had to. Uh, he said, if I'm not home by in the morning, I said, turn the TV on. That next morning, news of the fire at the Stevenson's house was the top story on the local news. As Tanitha Barger watched the coverage unfold on her screen, she immediately recognized the Stevenson's charred farmhouse as the same place Dick was staking out just days earlier. Dick had returned to Tanitha's home early that July 6th morning after the murders, around 6 a.m. In one of the tapes I've obtained, you can hear a young Tanitha explain what happened when Dick walked in through the front door. He walked over toward me and I told him Drew was in the bedroom. So on the way through, on his left shoulder, he had a big splash of blood. And uh, he went on in the room where Drew was at. The blood on Dick's shirt was, interestingly enough, not so much out of the ordinary for Tanitha to see. Dick was a bruiser. He liked to get drunk and fight. Tanitha just assumed Dick had another night out at the bars, brawling. Drew come back in and said she'd stuck the shirts in the washer for me to take them back out, and she had to have them. I took them out of the washer, gave them to Drew, and later on I was told that she had thrown them away. Around noon that day, Dick and Drusilla left Tanitha's house to go stay the night at a Holiday Inn in Connorsville, Indiana, about an hour's drive north. When they returned the following morning, Tanitha said Drusilla was visibly upset, and Tanitha now feared the worst. They come in, and Drew was crying. She was really upset, and I asked her what was wrong. She said she didn't think Dick loved her. And after I'd seen all the stuff on the TV, I mean, I suspected the worst. I thought maybe he'd come back to do away with me and my family because she said just before they left, she said, if anything leaks out of anything that you see or hear, she said, you can be eliminated. If there was one fact Tanitha knew about Dick Weston, it was to take him seriously whenever he felt threatened. Because Dick Weston had rarely made a threat he did not follow through on. In the next episode of Paper Ghosts... We showed him a picture of Linda Stevenson's purse, and the man liked to swallow his tongue. 
his body language and how he reacted was just this this wasn't supposed to happen <laughs> I didn't want nobody to know what I was what I was doing because if they did I wouldn't have lived till next day numerous homicides I've investigated I've probably spoken to three psychopaths and he's one of them because you could just look in his eyes and tell I'll kill you if I get a chance Paper Ghosts is written and executive produced by me, M. William Phelps, and iHeart executive producer, Christina Everett, with script consultant, Matthew Riddle. Audio editing and mixing by Abu Zafar. Thanks to Will Pearson at iHeartRadio. The series theme, number 442, is written and performed by Thomas Phelps and Tom Mooney. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs starting on March 13th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. You wouldn't settle for watching a blurry TV, would you? So why settle for just okay TV sound? Upgrade your streaming and sound all in one with Roku Stream Bar. This powerful two-in-one upgrade for any TV lets you stream your favorite entertainment in brilliant 4K HDR picture and hear every detail with auto speech clarity. Whether you're hosting a party or just cleaning the house, turn it up and rock out with iHeartRadio and room-filling sound. Learn more about Roku Stream Bar today at roku.com. Happy streaming. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.